0: Yo, yo, yo. What's going on, everybody? Inside the lunch table. Back here again on a Monday, Jonathan Kath uh, with Calvin. Calvin, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great, big man. Ready to get the week started. Almost at break. Count down the days, bro. Count down the days.
0: Oh, I know. Uh, I I did miss the last couple of uh, episodes. Hopefully, uh, if you like soccer and you listen to the episode, hopefully you got everything that you needed to, to get from that uh, get from those guys talking. Calvin did a, a phenomenal job, as always. Great turnout. really uh,
1: appreciate y'all listening to that, by yeah. the way. That Thursday episode was fun.
0: Yeah, it was Yeah, it was a phenomenal turnout. Um, so, today I want to talk about, is, is, this is just going to be strictly basketball today. Um, NBA, obviously, I think this is probably one of the better weekends of Whew. NBA basketball that we've loaded, seen in a while. Yeah. Uh, phenomenal performances from uh, people across the board. Uh, throw it over to uh, college basketball as well. Um, <clears throat> but, Let's start in the NBA. I want to start with our, our my main man, LeBron James, dropping 54 – or 56, excuse me. Um, Calvin, I, obviously, he's going to he, get a ton of flack for – or he's going to get a ton of flack throughout his career. Um, I, I just don't understand the hate. I was getting into it with <laughs> somebody on Twitter, and it doesn't matter what LeBron does. Uh, he, drops, he drops you 56, and they say, well, he needs to have more than three assists. Well, here's the funny thing about this is for you to get an assist, the other person has to make the basket or make the <laughs> bucket, right? Like he doesn't have anybody on his team that is just an absolute scoring machine. Um, and he's any, he, and people are hating on him saying he's taking the most uh, field goal perce- or he's taking the most um, shots in a game behind. I think it's, who is it? Um, Luca? Mm-hmm. and but but I don't understand I don't understand if he's making them and if he's doing it efficiently which by the way against Golden State when he dropped his 56 he did it very efficiently yes he did. I, I don't understand I don't understand the hate Calvin what did you see from this game what did you see from our, our man LeBron um this game
1: uh honestly I hadn't as much concerns as I have with the Lakers coming into this game, uh, I was more upset that they were on national television again. And unfortunately they gave me the complete opposite. I was more disappointed in what I saw from golden state. Um, I feel like at this point, if you don't know what the Lakers are going to bring you, uh, the issue is you and uh, this exposed that golden state can't guard anybody, man. Um, until Draymond gets back, this team has no rim protection and the perimeter defense just keeps getting poor and poor. And there's so many people on the internet who are telling me that this team is loaded with good wing defenders and Andrew Wiggins, Klay Thompson, Jordan Poole, Jonathan, then why is nobody guarding anybody? Why, why is nobody – because at this game, there was literally no answer. There was literally no answer. Right. <laughs> and it, it, it was just incredibly disappointing to me just from Golden State. Unfortunately, this is exactly what I've known and come to see from Braun. I, the, what goes on in the internet is absolutely crazy to me. I mean, you've seen this since 2004. I don't know why this is such a big deal. And the thing that blows my mind is the fact that people – the um, one thing I want people to understand, especially with Braun, I think this talks to the second point that Kath brought up there is the, the longer you are great, the faster people want to see you go. And the longer you yeah. are great, the harder it becomes. Um, part of the reason why uh, walking away in 98 for MJ was so easy. was because the press was annoying, man. It was just, the yeah. man was a gambler. He was a bad family man. He was a drunk. He was, there was just so many rumors going on and it, this man had won the last six titles. Like I, it was insane. And, this, it's the same thing you see with Braun. He's just been great for too long, and people are tired of it. Um, if, if you put success in people's face for too long and they can't have a piece of it, all they want to do is tear it to the floor. And that's what we see with LeBron over and over again. Um, I think the thing that makes people feel a little bit better about Braun, and uh, this is why he doesn't deal with the um, off-the-court stuff, is because he's so clean. Um, he doesn't – He doesn't. So um, clean. MJ didn't care like Braun does. MJ. Braun does everything he can to keep his image as clean as he possibly can. And it really pisses a lot of people off, man. Um, it started the it's the reason why we see so many of these crazy ass left field stories when it comes to Braun, and I think uh it shows you that you could be a we've seen now we've seen the the bad boy Samaritan and we've seen the good boy Samaritan and we've eaten them both up so it just shows you it doesn't matter what you do man do man someone's always gonna have a problem
0: well that's I think that's the biggest thing for me uh, with him and and that was my biggest takeaway after the game and going on social media and seeing um, It's not even what people are saying about, (laughs) right. Well, what people were saying about him and uh, genuinely people are saying he's a bad teammate. You got, or he's not a very good person. Yada, yada, yada. I think LeBron is, is one of the, I I don't know. Like he's never messed up. Even if you go back and you look at your breaks, like look look at Kobe. Right. Well, like like, look at, and that's another great one
1: too. There's if you compare a lot of the people in the top 10, there are not very clean resumes like there's just right. no way around Here's that at the end of the
0: though, day what i don't understand is that that whole kobe situation that happened when what he was 19 years old and and before, i'm not saying that we still need to he was, but yeah we, we don't need to continue to talk about it absolutely I, I that's not what i'm saying but that never comes up when we talk about kobe being a great they never talk about the kind of man he is what kind, what he what kind of man he is off the court yada 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 but then Whenever, whenever we're talking about how great of a, a player LeBron is, well, then they they have to bring in the argument that you no, know, he's not a great person off the court and the sweatshops and the shoe brands and yada all this kind of stuff. Like, dog, I I I kind of understand what you're saying, but anyways, I listen. I, I think that, um, I, I agree with you about Golden State. Uh, first off, that's not it's not fair for you to say Andrew Wiggins guard LeBron. Number one. Okay, uh, and, and I think that's
1: doing. a good point, too. I think that's a good point, too. But at the end of the day, if you're going to lie to yourself and say these guys can guard LeBron, you can't let him go for 56 because I'm pretty sure that's validation that you definitely can't. You definitely well, I, can
0: I, I do agree with that. Well, the Warriors like their smaller lineup, which uh, for a lot of players, that's great. But listen, LeBron is, what, 6'9", six, nine, six nine? 200 yeah. and 250 60 pounds, yeah. 260 pounds, exactly. He's a man. Uh, putting andrew wiggins in front of him is not going to stop him and listen <laughs> lebron is the greatest driver of the basketball I, we've ever seen in the game and that's not even up for debate anybody and everybody will tell you that if you give him just a little bit of here's the thing though the third quarter whenever the three started dropping for lebron i was like oh yeah I mean, all mm-hmm. you can do is sit there and just pray that he misses and that's it mm-hmm. all right, that's all you can do um but so i i, I do agree with that if With if Draymond Green doesn't come back and they can't
1: god damn this team is terrible. Oh my god.
0: If they can't have any kind of defense, and listen, we say this on this show every single time. It's one thing to not be able to guard and not have great defenses. It's another thing to let somebody drop 56 on you, and then you still and it's what's crazy though is it was still it was still somewhat of a close game, like it was still down to the wire. That shows you how bad the Lakers are.
1: Mm Let's go um last four with Golden State. Uh lost to the Lakers gave up 124 points. Lost to my mads, gave up 112 points, lost to the Timberwolves, gave up 129 points, lost to my mads, gave up 107 points. And then they did beat the struggling Timberwolves or Trailblazers before losing to both the Nuggets and the Clippers, giving up an average of 118 points. Unfortunately, um I'm not I'm not coming onto the show and just yelling at you because I watched the Lakers game. Uh this has been going on for about two weeks now. Uh, actually it's been yeah. going on for a little bit earlier. But it's just getting really exposed now. I think teams are starting to figure out the script with Draymond Green being out. And uh, the longer you go out, the more and more film that comes in. And unfortunately, as the film keeps rolling in, there are going to be more and more teams that understand Golden State cannot guard a parked car. And unfortunately, I do not think at the moment you have the firepower to do so. Klay Thompson is continually t- is continuing to struggle. And while he does that, it really struggles on the offensive end, man. Uh, I got uh, Jordan Poole was my most electric guy last night. Both Andrew yeah. Wiggins and Otto Porter were terrible the entire game. Um I know a lot of people have love for Andrew Wiggins this season unfortunately he's very coined. well and bash. what are
0: we doing with looney only playing 13 minutes well, it's because he can't
1: guard a park card
0: I know i I, I get car. that and he can't and he can't score on the other uh, other side of the basketball either. I get that I trust me I, I get that I'm just saying
1: but I understand a little the bit, size of, a, little bit si- a little bit of yeah. size a little bit of size in there Andrew Wiggins is what
0: six two six four.
1: Nah, he's not a big wing. I'll give you that. But the thing is, he's uh, not a wing. Exactly. Green is your six, seven guy who plays at seven, two. And while they continually be elites uh, another one who cannot guard a parked car, man. He cannot. And uh, right. unfortunately, Toscano Anderson, same thing. I, I don't get enough. I, I, I don't get enough on the offensive end. Oh, Otto Porter is the best rebounder on this team in the Lakers game. Like, that's a problem, man. There's just no yeah. size. And I don't know when James Wiseman's coming back. And I don't know when Draymond's coming back. I to, I was told James Wiseman was supposed to already be back. Where the hell is he?
0: Yeah, we were, we were told he, he was supposed to come back before the All-Star break, and like now he, we're, we're a week and a half after.
1: You're not playing in the NBA. What the hell are you doing? Right. And unfortunately, well, until either James Wiseman or Draymond gets back, this team's just going to continue to struggle. I mean, Grizzlies are on their tail now. Uh, they've got serious questions. I don't think you want to slide in the Western Conference and play away from Golden State in the playoffs either.
0: Oh, I do agree with that. I, I want to move over to um, another game on Saturday, which uh, kind of shocked me a little bit. The 76ers and Heat game. And I, I, I want to just quickly touch on this, um, and I want to get your your thoughts on it as well. Um, the Sixers lost 82-99 to uh, to the Heat. And, and I, I think the biggest thing for them is the fact that they have no depth whatsoever, whatsoever. Uh, and, and if your guys aren't on, which Embiid dropped you 22 – Great. Tyrese dropped you 17. Now, Theibel, buddy, you cannot play 22 minutes and get zero points. I'm sorry. It it, it can't happen. You cannot play half of the game and walk away with zero points, one rebound, one assist. I'm sorry. Like, that's not a great stat line. You're not going to win games like that. Um, uh, Tobias Harris, 16. Now, why did uh, uh, James Harden not play?
1: Um. Day-to-day, I believe. A, I think it was hamstring. Day-to-day, hamstring? hamstring. Oh. Something like that. It was hamstring quad. Um, I got two things from this one. Um, first one, I want to come on here and tell the insiders you're not wasting your time here. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we came on here and readjust the Sixers trade, and I told you they lost this trade because they lost all of their depth, and we saw that exposed when James Harden didn't play Um, The other bad news for the Philadelphia 76ers, what I told you, um, the first, uh, I don't know if it's terminal yet. Could prove to be terminal, don't know yet. The second part of this could absolutely be terminal. The Miami Heat have now employed Joel Embiid rules. Um, This is the first time I've seen this this season, and the best way to take stars out is with designated rules. We've seen this going all the way back in the league. Um, The Joel Embiid rules were this, bro, when he catches the ball in the post, we're going to triple team him. While Joel Embiid is on offense, we are not going to guard Thibault. They literally didn't put anyone on Thibault. It was almost like a four-in-one zone where Thibault's guy was just chasing Joel Embiid around. If we see this consistently, the Philadelphia Sixers have a real issue. Um, I love Joel Embiid to, issue to, the words can't describe. Unfortunately, he cannot beat a triple team. Um, I, I, I don't think there no. have been very many players in the history of the NBA, maybe outside of Shaq, who can really beat triple teams. So that's an issue. The second one is, like Cap said, Thibault has to do something. Like, I get what he does on defense, and the only reason why they're playing him is Kevin Durant. I want people to be very well aware of that. If they, if they didn't have to play him, they would be playing George Niang for the hell of it. But unfortunately, they know Kevin Durant is in their future, so they have to figure this out. The bad news is I think Thibault's very quickly going to turn into Ben Simmons. I think this is becoming mental. Um, we've seen the jump shot just disappear more and more. Last season, it was uh, slim to none. This season, it's none to none, and that's a problem. Um, I don't know if one rebound, one assist and zero points is going to be a recipe for success. So the good news is, is when James Harden comes back, it'll be a Band-Aid and this will go away for a couple of games. We won't think about it as much, but both of these issues are something serious to think about. I mean, the Miami Heat had the perfect code to guard him between B.J. Tucker and Bam Adebayo. So um, if I'm well, if I'm I will Joel say, James, though,
0: let me hear. I, 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 will, I will say that I don't think that Joel will get triple teamed if James Harden is on the court.
1: I think so, too. Uh, I think that's a big help. A because I don't um, think uh, Frank Mann cor- Cork Moss adds as much threat as um, – what's his name, does. James Harden. Yeah.
0: Well, And, and that's another thing, too, is that uh, – that's why I like this trade so much. Not necessarily the points and in, in the production level that James Harden gets you. It's how open the floor gets, how just spread out the floor gets with having somebody like James Harden who can make 35-foot threes and sit back and, and, and it be nothing. Uh, I want to move over to Sunday. Oh man, Calvin! Sunday was phenomenal. It was. Uh, man. It was a great day. I did not catch the Nets Celtics game. I was I was driving back uh, to Lubbock. I did catch the highlights of it. Phenomenal game. Now I I, I want to say this. I, I yeah I think this was the best regular season game, uh, that we've that we've seen. Nets have fallen below five hundred. Now just just hang in there with me because I know you're you're really high on the Nets. The Nets lose one hundred twenty to one hundred twenty six despite Kevin Durant dropping thirty seven. Kevin Durant hasn't missed a beat since he's been hurt. Uh, since he's just been out, he's right. Man, he's phenomenal. right. He he's right back to where he was. But despite the 37 points that he got, they still find a way to lose, and I I have a big issue with that. Um, I, I think that you're more worried today, and and mind you, Kyrie Irving played, and he got you 19. Mm-hmm. I, I'm more worried about the Nets after watching the Celtics game. Not granted. I don't know how many teams that they're going to play that are going to have somebody like Jason Tatum drop fifty four, mm. um, but Brown also dropped to twenty one and he was going toe for toe uh, with Kevin Durant. So I, I'm just curious where you're at with the with the Nets. Uh, are you still as high as what you were? Yeah, unfortunately, which by well. the way, which by the way, I I, I want to throw this out there. When is he coming? He's got a back stiff. When is he coming back?
1: It's literally just um, theater at this point. (laughs) Ben Simmons told why Why is he traveling? um, Well, because it it literally, there is, uh, this is, it's been so confused because ESPN keeps lying about it. There's nothing wrong with Ben Simmons. There's nothing wrong. The only reason why he's not playing is because he does not want to play in Philadelphia on March 10th. That is literally it. And so he, he hangs out with the team, he practices with the team, he travels with the team. He does everything that he should be doing except playing because he does not want to play in Philadelphia on March 10th. I bet you March 11th he gets cleared. He'll be back on the court probably the next game after that one. But unfortunately, he does not want to play against Philadelphia on March 10th. Scared of those uh, Sixers fans. I get that.
0: I uh, I get it. But how how are you feeling about the Nets? Obviously, he'll be coming back sometime soon. (laughs)
1: Um, On the game, um, the good news, uh, I'm not as worried about the Nets as he is. Um, When this game came to push come to shove in the fourth quarter, The thing that absolutely killed the Nets was not having an on-ball defender for Jason Tatum. The only reason why the Celtics were able to close out this game was because when the double team came on Jason Tatum, he found a wide-open shooter. Jalen Brown knocked down three wide-open threes down the close of this game, and it was killer for the Brooklyn Nets. The good news is is I think Ben Simmons will solve that issue. The The bad news for the Nets is if Ben Simmons doesn't play, you have a serious issue. Um, because uh, this game was played very playoff-esque uh, with the way offensive sets were ran and defensive sets were ran, and you saw basically the entire game, you could not stop Jason Tatum. Um, no. There was a there was a couple of times down the stretch where he would beat three people to get a bucket. Um, that's a problem. You cannot he cannot take Kevin Durant off the pick, break Bruce Brown down, and then go around Nicholas Claxton. That's a problem. We can't have that. The bad news for the Nets on the other end is um, in the clutch, I did not like what Steve Nash did. Um, and I Neither don't know if it I. was Steve Nash or if it was Kevin Durant telling Steve Nash to get the hell out of his way. Um, there was three times in the last two minutes of the game where Kevin Durant came down the court and within the first six seconds of the shot clock pulled a 35-footer three. Yeah. Um, okay, I, you can hit it, I guess. But, like, I, I don't know if that's our best look. And that, that was my concern with the Nets was the fourth quarter was just damn straight awkward it was just yeah. awkward between the way you play defense and the way you scored points you cannot give op- up wide open shots in the last two minutes of the fourth quarter that is terminal there is there is no recipe for postseason success if you cannot guard in the last two minutes of the fourth quarter like
0: I'm well they walked into the, the time they walked Go into ahead. the fourth quarter with the lead didn't they
1: exactly yeah bro and the thing is i Jason Tatum was doing his thing, but Kevin Durant spent the first three minutes of the fourth quarter on the bench. And by the time he came back, I wasn't worried. I assumed KD and Kyrie would close this game. And I feel like Kyrie was having more fun playing with the crowd. If I'm being honest with you, I mean, they were booing him every time he touched the ball. And I felt like that's what he was interested in. The other one I got out of this one, um, Steve Nash, you got to play Seth Curry, man. You have got to play Seth Curry and Seth Curry sat almost half the fourth quarter. And when he yeah. came in, he hit six of his eight points were in the last four minutes of the game. And yeah. the other thing I have with Seth Curry is Seth Curry is not a terrible defender. Um, I watched a lot of Seth Curry in Dallas with my Mavs, and he's not an A-plus defender by any measure, but unfortunately, he's better than Goran Dragic at staying in front of somebody.
0: Well, so see, I, that's my thing. That, okay, I'm glad, I'm glad you brought him up. And, and, and I'm not taking anything away from Dragic. But I really thought the 22 minutes that he played was a little <laughs> bit more than than what he needed. And maybe to play.
1: he hasn't played all season, so maybe he's still trying to like get his legs back. But damn, maybe that's dash, what it damn. is.
0: I, listen, thing, I, I feel like this. If you would have won this eight game, minutes gone. Like what? What the hell happened to Patty Mills? Well, it's because of Drogic. That's why. He, you think that's what it is, is I now think that's getting? That's what it is, too, man. Drogic is now getting Patty Mills' minutes, and trust me, I love Patty Mills. Me too. Um, but I, he he only shot twice. He only shot twice. Let's he only played fourteen minutes. Like that's that's my that's my issue. Is they have they have a capable bench. I mean let's gotta, let's yeah, be honest. Let's agree. They I have mean, a they have a they, Marcus Aldridge. This is Alders, a scary. Absolutely, this is a scary scary team. But the biggest issue is number one. It's got to fit. It's got to fit. And then number two, you're not gonna have Kyrie. Who's gonna take Kyrie's Irving spots? or spot whenever you're playing in the, uh, if, if you're playing at home, right. who's going to take a, cause here's the issue. And I'm not, I'm not saying this will happen necessarily. Uh, nets are under 500. The, the nets are sitting at what the nine seed right now. Yeah. And I think that, I, I think that worst comes to worst. Uh, Atlanta would pass them and they would be at the 10th seed. But here's the thing though, man, I I, I don't know if, Washington could absolutely, I mean, if they don't get this together, no, calm,
1: down, calm, down. The the calm down, calm down. Simmons doesn't play. Not in the play. Calm down. Calm down. You're you're I'm gonna good, take it. You're gonna take a B plus superstar to send home the best player in the league in a one-game listen. playoff. I can't get behind that. Okay, I, I wouldn't take hey. Braun, Steph, anybody, any one of those top guys to lose the play in. Luca, the plane is built for stars like that. Like that is hand tailor-made for your best Maybe player to so. go crazy.
0: But even if they win the play and they're in the playoffs, now man, you have an issue. You're, now you have you're an gonna issue. You're going to have to go through Milwaukee. Exactly. You're going to have to go season. through Milwaukee or Philly or Miami. Hell, maybe even Chicago finds a way up there. And then let's say that you beat them. Well, then you got to go through the the other people that I just named. If it wasn't one, it was the other one. That's, you see what I'm saying? Like, that is go But the thing you also
1: have to remember with the Nets, though, is the Nets are really aware, and I think this goes for everyone out east. No matter who you play out east, it doesn't even matter if it's going to be Charlotte out of the play-in. You are not going to have an easy time. It doesn't matter if you're playing the six-seeded Cavs or the five-seeded Celtics. One through four, I mean, any of these yes. teams okay. are going to have to answer the call in the first Calvin, round.
0: Calvin, be honest with me. The Cavaliers are not a playoff team. They are not okay, built to be but, in the playoffs. They don't give have that, but, somebody but, like Joel or Giannis or, or like, in my opinion. I don't opinion, want to I think
1: discount – hold up. I don't want to scratch the Cavs off, though, because the way Cleveland plays with three big men will give anybody hell. I'm not going to tell you they're going to win a series, but I'm not going to tell you they're going home in four games. Now, Toronto's I def- a little bit different. I definitely... Toronto I have issues with. But Cleveland, I, I outside of true score, I mean – and Darius Garland could be that guy for all we know. We've never seen him in the playoffs. What if he's good for 25-9 so. in the postseason? I don't think he Maybe, is, but.
0: No, Unfortunately, I, don't I
1: just, but I don't think they'll win a series, but five or six games is something Cleveland could certainly give one of these top seeds, man. And I doubt I'm, I'm, one I'm, of them's I'm, writing them off. And that's the thing with Boston. Not, I mean, Jason Tatum, God bless. I'm, God listen, believe. I'm not
0: disagreeing with you that everybody in the East is going to be a tough matchup. I, I'm, that is for sure. But let's not act like, philly and milwaukee are on the same level or or, yeah, or the that, same level as toronto and charlotte
1: tears do it
0: you know what i'm saying and especially if if your game planning's around joel Embiid and bean james harden versus lamello ball yeah right or or fred van vliet
1: Scottie fred van
0: vliet exactly right you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. so let's uh, that that's my only that's my only hiccup with them first off they've got to get the, they've got to get to the playoffs it's not mm-hmm. a it's not a for sure thing for them right now uh second off they need to they need to figure out whenever Ben Simmons is gonna get back and they need to get him rolling in there as well. Um, interesting though, with the Nets with one of the players, Kyrie Irving says that he believes that the New York City mayor is on his side. I don't know if, if um, I don't know if Kyrie is still
1: does not care about you, big dog. Don't say that.
0: <laughs> even if he does, his hands are tied. He can't he he can't just, you know what I'm saying it's politics. He's not gonna just make you the exception to the rule. And, and get rid of everything because then that makes him look bad. And what are you doing to him? You don't know i Like, what do you bring to his career?
1: Well, and at the end of the day, um, nothing. This comes he back won't to play in Brooklyn. I mean, point, that's it. Bro. I'm, I'm telling you, it comes back to our main point we made Thursday, bro. At the end of the day, Kyrie is nothing more than an example at this point. There's nothing he can do for this. Right. When you take a political stance, you cannot move off of it or the narrative will change. And unfortunately, that just sucks for Kyrie. He's going to be the example here.
0: Right. Um, let's move on. Uh, let's, uh, I'm going to touch on like one more thing in the NBA. This, is, this will give you your, uh, your uh, MVP. Man. Yes, yes. The Nuggets-Pelicans game, which, by the way, before we get into the game, I really want to send a shout-out to the Pelicans. They should be the worst team in the West. <laughs> they make some acquisitions, and they – listen, when they lose, it's not a blowout loss. They compete, man. They play hard. They compete. They compete, and they play hard. Really good for them. Uh, Calvin, I'm just going to let you take this. Your, your man, Jokic, uh, mm. I, I don't even know. It. 46 points. He drops 30 in the fourth quarter. Uh, Calvin, take it away.
1: This man was absolutely phenomenal, man. This was a tactical performance of for the ages, bro, for the ages. So Jonas Valanciunas. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say he was giving my boy Joke hell, but he was giving Joke some problems, man. He was making it difficult. So you know what Jokic did? Jokic loaded him up with six fouls, told him to get the hell up and out of here. Gave him that early shower, sent him to the bench, bro. The moment Willie, I'm going to say the name, Willie Gomez. Y'all remember it, Hernan Gomez. Do not forget the name. The moment he came into the game, Nikola Jokic absolutely torched him. Every single time down the court, it didn't matter if you wanted it from three, didn't matter if you wanted it to the mid range, didn't matter if you wanted the free throw line, it didn't matter if you wanted it in the paint, anywhere he wanted it. Joke got it. He took this game all the way, they outscored the Nuggets 14 to 6 in overtime. Nikola Jokic has just been on a tear, and so unfortunately, I really wanted to come on the show today, guys, and I wanted to say Luka was MVP. I really did, man. He's been phenomenal over the past couple of stretches, but unfortunately. I can't do it, man. We're going to go through stats, basic stats. bro. Points per game is Joel Embiid. Rebounds, joke. Assist, joke. Steals, jokes. Blocks, Giannis. Field goals, joke. Two-point percentage, joke. Three-point percentage, joke. Three-pointers three, three pointers made, joke. Joke leads every major stat but three. Free throws, blocks, and points. He is the best player in the league. There's no doubt about that. This Nuggets team is terrible. Nikola Djokic leads in 14 of the 15 advanced metrics because his team is so bad. When he's not on his court, the team is minus 31, minus 31. They would literally be a G League team if he did not play. And unfortunately, I can't, I can't come on here and say Luka Doncic because it would just be lying to myself about uh, Nikola Djokic because the argument with Steph Curry last year was his records not good enough. Unfortunately, Nikola Jokic is twelve games over five hundred in the West by himself, and I'm ready to say that, that by true. himself he's got no help, and he's only two games out of the four seed. And I promise you, they are rising. Like I wish I could tell you something different because the team they're right behind are my Dallas Mavericks. But if my Mavs well, don't you know, win games, I promise you the Nuggets will be right behind them.
0: Yeah, you know, you know what I was thinking about after watching this game. <clears throat> I did catch this game. He was phenomenal, man. And and I was I was sitting back and just thinking about Jokic. The big man is more is a po- more powerful position than any other position on the court. Mm-hmm. If you have an A plus big man, you can do a lot of things. Do whatever, and I think it, go back to when Curry was when Curry was absolutely phenomenal. What was that last year? Mm-hmm. And the Warriors sucked. Look at that's Jokic. not what
1: people don't understand. They look at what Steph Jokic couldn't get them above doing. the nine seed. Steph couldn't and get them above Look at what Jokic is doing. They're twelve games over. They are yeah. twelve. They, okay, like I, I highly encourage you if you're listening to the episode right now, name one person on the Nuggets who's currently playing that's not Jamal Murray or Michael Porter Jr. Like well, I, they're not I, even pro, playing, like, but. They're not even playing. I mean, I, I, lo- I love Aaron Gordon. What Aaron Gordon's done this season has been phenomenal. Aaron Gordon's a B, maybe even a B minus. Jeff Green is old, old as hell, man. Monte Morris, yeah. I love. Shout out to the Big 12, man. He's a B. Uh, Will Barton, same thing, old. Austin Ree- or Austin Rivers is a journeyman. Jermichael Green is a journeyman. I mean, at the end of the day, this team is full of role players and joke. And joke makes these guys phenomenal. He like yep. Monte Morris is gonna get paid just from hanging out with Jokic for so damn long. <laughs> like it's it's just insane how he elevates everyone around him. The knock you cannot knock him on the defensive end because that's his biggest knock. People want to say he's not he's yeah, not no. an elite shot blocker, who cares? He's seven foot tall. He rebounds like crazy. He'll he'll and take listen, anyone
0: it, you want. He'll and he can games. drop you thirty in a quarter. <laughs>
1: man. He's like, so
0: calm, And
1: the thing, I, calm. the thing I want people to understand is right now in the way we play, the NBA does everything it can to play at rocket pace. The NBA wants the PER to be at about 1300 a game. Like they want people yep. flying up and down the court. Jokic plays seventies basketball, man. He plays so slow and it's, it's something that goes on overseas because it's the same crap Luca does. They just yep. play at their own pace. They don't give a damn. They don't give a damn how fast you are. If you're bigger, if you're more athletic, if you're a freak, they don't care they're going to play as slow as they want to, they're going to take their time, they're going to get the exact shot that they want, they're going to get their teammate open, they're going to clean the glass. He does everything you could ask for on a basketball court. He like I said, he's been the best player in the league this season when 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 he's not on the court, they are terrible. And he's played every single. He doesn't miss time. They're the they're the 6 seed, man. That's crazy. Yeah, they're that's the crazy. 6 seed. That is crazy and so shout out to Jokic. He has just been on an absolute tear. Hopefully he keeps it up. He's got Golden State today, I believe. Yeah, it is today. Uh, yeah. So that's Ireland's that's do. y'all gonna... check that one out. Um, unfortunately, I can't watch it because my Mavs got the Jazz at about the same time. But y'all know I'll check those highlights. And the other one I want to tell you for Bulls Sixers tonight, man. The Bulls need to beat some of the top teams in the East. They moved to one and fourteen against the top of the East over the weekend, so they've got to beat the Sixers tonight. This is a big one.
0: Yeah. So I was just about to move over to that Lakers Spurs. Uh, they played at seven thirty, like uh, Calvin was saying. Bulls Sixers. James Harden is not on. Uh, the injury report: Paul Millsap is. Uh, that's the only 76-er. Uh, Chicago is is without Alex Cruz, Alonzo Ball, uh, no crucial, and man. Nikola Nikola Vucevic. Vucevic. Um, the Jazz playing the playing the Mavs today. Big Dallas one. minus one. Yes, big it's gonna one. be a big game, right? It's gonna be a big game right here. And then, like you said as well, Warriors playing the Nuggets. Uh, Denver is minus eight. It's gonna be really interesting to see minus, uh, uh, what. Holy. Right. Well, Golden State is without Clay, Andrew Wiggins, Gary Payton, Andrew Iguodala, or Andre Iguodala, and then Draymond Green. Okay, so I just uh, want so people gonna... to
1: put this into perspective. This is what Vegas thinks of Steph Curry and Nikola Jokic. That's all I'm going to tell you. I'm not going to break it down for you. All I'm going to tell you, Vegas, Vegas thinks Nikola Jokic is eight points better than Steph Curry without his stars. So,
0: yeah. Well, you know Calvin. Every week, especially Mondays. I've got to give my love to the Associated Press. And here we are. We're moving over to college basketball, and the AP poll came out today, new one. Uh, I'm going to give a recap of the weekend before I get into the AP poll. Uh, and this is going to be really interesting, I think. Uh, this, this last week was really interesting. Uh, so on Saturday, unfortunately, Texas Tech did lose to Oklahoma State. Calvin, if you watch that video I sent you, did you watch it on Twitter? I, I did. I did. Yep, that yeah, was hack-a-shack. a foul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hacky shack at the very end. We were down by one. That should have been a foul. I probably would have bet my life uh, on the fact that T.J. Shannon would have made at least one of them. Uh, well, I'm not talking about that anymore. Uh, Tennessee beat Arkansas. Big win for Tennessee. Big, mm. big, big win for Tennessee. Um, th- that was exactly what they needed, especially heading into uh, conference championships. That was big. Auburn had a close one with South Carolina. I thought South Carolina may pull it out. Auburn, Auburn ended up uh, beating South Carolina. Kentucky ran through Florida. It was a little bit closer at the end, but ran through Florida. Now, Indiana played Purdue. Uh, Purdue made that one a close one. Uh, Purdue actually dropped a spot. Uh, don't really know why they dropped this spot. I'm assuming because it was a close game with Indiana. Uh, Kansas took Texas – or Texas took Kansas to overtime, ended up falling – Chris Beard's 10-8 and in the Big 12. uh, And I think they finished fourth in the Big 12, if if I'm not mistaken. Arizona just absolutely just ran through Cal. Uh, Baylor absolutely just smacked uh, Iowa State. The biggest one, though, uh, the biggest game of the weekend was Coach K's last game uh, in Cameron Indoor. They had everybody there. Tickets were as high as $250,000 for an auction. On, online was they 6K? were six <laughs> K. Yeah, the cheapest was six K. The, oh. the 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 most expensive one that was sold online was 80 grand. Uh, Duke. So here's the funny part. I was I, you know I was back at home, I was at my buddy's house, shout out Coleman, and I turned the game on and Duke just was manhandling North Carolina. I turned it off. I was like, Yeah, this isn't gonna even be a conversation. Oh, I get back on <laughs> and North Carolina came back. <laughs> North Carolina came back and they were down by like four. I was like, yeah, let me watch this. And North Carolina didn't miss. Uh, This is the best game that North Carolina has played all year. They needed it. That that got them into the tournament. Congratulations. Shout out North Carolina. Uh, UCLA beat USC. And it really wasn't even uh, that great of a ball game. They beat them 75-68. USC overrated. UCLA overrated. Throw it over to Sunday. Nothing really big on Sunday except the University of Houston lost. Uh, to Memphis. Memphis is one of those teams where I don't want to play them. I wouldn't want to play them in the tournament. Bro, did Emoney
1: Bates even big, play,
0: bro? Which I don't even know what. I, where the hell did Emoney Bates go?
1: He's been hurt for like two months, bro. I thought y'all told me this was Kevin Durant 2.0, man. I'm tired of Twitter. I'm delete
0: that. app. Well, my bad. I thought it was. Well, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know what I. Like I, I was saying, I I would I not want know to where play that kid Memphis. Is. In the tournament, uh, not saying that they will make the tournament. I don't know. They're I, I, they're nineteen and nine on the year. They beat Houston, so we're going right? to see conference championships. Uh, we'll see what what's popping with you, that.
1: Houston's not all that, though. I don't know if that's an A plus win.
0: Well, Michigan beat Ohio State. Ohio State, uh, pretty sure they win. got knocked out of the top twenty five. They did. Uh, good job, Ohio State's overrated. uh, Ohio State is one of those Alabama teams. It's one of those Tennessee teams. They play great against great people, and and they're so coin flip best.
1: Bro, I'm telling you, it's it's people who don't – they won't have those realistic conversations with themselves, bro. If you play, like, to your competition, it's because you don't know who you are yourself. You need to find identity. You need to find identity.
0: Right. Well, Nebraska, Nebraska beat Wisconsin. That was the big upset of the week outside of uh, the Duke-North Carolina game. Uh, shout out to Nebraska, the Cornhuskers, man. 74-73 win against a top 10 opponent. Yes, sir. Uh, they probably will. They finished last in the Big Ten. Uh, <laughs> Nebraska did their 10-21. and 21. They're absolutely <laughs> not going to uh, the tournament. But shout out to them. They, they ruined the uh, Wisconsin Big Ten parade because with Illinois' win over Iowa, uh, they actually co- they shared it. So here we are, AP poll, Gonzaga, Arizona, Baylor, still top three. Uh, then you've got Auburn and uh, Kentucky. Now, Duke was at four, if you remember. Uh, Duke slid down to seven. That's a big notable one. Uh, Villanova was at 11. They jumped up to eight. Hey, Nova. Purdue, how are
1: y'all? Uh,
0: Purdue was at eight. They're now nine. And here we go with this uh, tie crap again, because Tennessee is also ranked number nine. Tennessee was at 13. They jumped up to nine. So I guess there's a share for the ninth best team in the country. All right. Uh, Texas Tech dropped back uh, two spots to 14. Uh, We were at 12. Prior to that, we were at nine. Uh, Don't think that UCLA is a better team than we are. Uh, Not even close. Uh, But they can go on and they can say whatever they want to say. Pac-12 is really not even that good. Uh, The Pac-12 has uh, who? Arizona? All right. Uh, anyways, uh, other notable ones, St. Mary. They, they jumped up to uh, 17. They were at 19. They jumped up to 17. Houston. Win, huh? I lied. Houston is uh, 18. They were at 14. Uh, USC dropped back to 21
1: oh, uh, after their loss to you, UCLA, oh, yeah. which I
0: don't, I don't really understand. I Seriously, I, I don't understand this. Houston loses to an unranked team, and they drop back four spots. USC loses uh, to a ranked team, and they drop back five. Please, can someone – Please just uh, help, help me understand this. I, I, I don't I don't get it. Iowa does not move back at all uh, after their loss, uh, which is incredible. but I guess because Illinois was already ranked. Uh, by the way, Illinois is 16. Uh, the University of Texas decides uh, they were at 21, they moved back one spot after their loss, 22. actually kind of surprised there. I thought they would stay at 21. Uh, especially with all these. You know, what's really interesting is I can go on here and I can look at like who voted who and, and uh, or like what people voted for who yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's it, I just like doing that. It's really uh,
1: – Seeing your media bias.
0: Nice. North Carolina, UNC gets into the top 25 for the first time, I think, of the year, if I'm not mistaken, uh, after when conference play started. So they definitely punched their ticket uh, to the uh, – to uh, the, the tournament. Finally, Arizona did get some first place votes, though. Uh, Arizona, they got six first place votes. Baylor got three. Uh, Gonzaga got 52 uh, 52 out of the 61, I believe.
1: Hey, we saw the uh, formula to beat the Zags, man. You know how high I am so on the Zags. So shout Gonzaga, out to but them.
0: St. Mary's copied and pasted the formula, and
1: I think it's on film now. So if you need it, go and find it. We've seen it a couple of times.
0: Well, today, uh, funny enough, uh, the West Coast Conference, the WCC, that's the conference that Gonzaga and St. Mary's is in. They play today. Gonzaga's playing San Francisco. Uh, okay. Who, no who, Bill who Russell the hell out there, is guys. That? Sorry about that. Yeah. Who, who the hell is that? Um, and then St. Mary's is, is playing Santa Clara today. Uh, they play Where the, the hell
1: BYU? Who beat BYU? God. Freaking BYU. Huh? So BYU should be in this mix, bro. They lost that oh, yeah. conference tournament. I don't know who beat them, but anyway, that's well, not here nor there.
0: Big Twelve championship does not start until Thursday. Texas Tech is playing Iowa State. Uh, TCU is playing Texas. Hopefully TCU can go and, and whoop Texas. That would be that would be kind of funny. Hey, Mike Miles' um, draft
1: stock keeps climbing, bro. He could go for another big performance.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, on Wednesday, throw it back a day earlier. The Pac-12 tournament is starting. You know what's going to be really interesting? And this is this is what. Oh, sorry, by the way, I, I misspoke. The Big Twelve tournament starts. Um, uh, on wednesday but that's just the first round the that was that's against uh, west virginia and kansas state nobody cares about, the crappy about that teams. game yeah we don't care about them what's going to be really interesting and i posted a video and i gave my top 16 um what's going to be really interesting after this conference championship week is going to see who is going to be where so for example let's say that now I, I already know how they feel about baylor the committee or the the a people and even the committee probably feels this way too but if Baylor doesn't win their conference, the conference championship. If let's say Kentucky or uh, Kansas or Texas Tech wins it, I mean, what does that do for uh, rankings? Does Baylor Probably drop a out of a, uh, thing, bro? Does Baylor Probably drop out a of a one seed? No. I, I, here's no. what. Here's what Isn't I this, think. I think there's no
1: logic that comes into these equations, bro. It's just put them as high as they can.
0: Well, I think Gonzaga and Arizona. Gonzaga should win the WC. Gonzaga will have
1: issues if WC. they don't.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, uh, and Arizona also should win the Pac-12. I and agree. so I think that your first two spots are going to be Gonzaga and Arizona, and then I think three and four, or are, uh, are going to be the SEC championship or champion, and then the Big Twelve champion. Um, you don't think Duke has any shot? I man, with that loss, that was an awful loss. I agree. Well, I here's agree. here here's why: because at three and four is Baylor and Auburn, and I think yeah. Now, I, I give personally, you that. I think I think Kentucky will beat Auburn. I, th- I think it's going to in the SEC. And the SEC Championship, I think, is going to come down to uh, Kentucky and Auburn. And I think I it's, agree. Now, I, I say this, and anything could happen. Party Smith's
1: so, just got to show up, man. I cannot keep these four point performances.
0: Yeah. I think it'll be between Kentucky and Auburn, and I like Kentucky. Um, and then I think the Big 12 Championship will be between Baylor, can- Baylor Kansas, uh, or Texas Tech. And I'm not saying that because I'm a homer. I genuinely think that Texas Tech could win the Big 12 Championship. Uh, we're getting everybody back. We're, we're we're back to being healthy. So we're going to see what that is. Uh, but like I said, I think the, the, the last two number one seeds are going to go to the Big 12 and SEC champions. Uh, and then your two seeds and three seeds are probably going to be those runner ups. Uh, then you may sprinkle in with the two seed. Obviously, you're going to sprinkle in the Big East and the ACC and the Big 10 champion. Um, i don't again i don't see purdue can win the big 10 purdue's not going to get a one seed purdue better he, you know purdue fans better be i think they can make a run at a two at a two two i seed. think they can make absolutely run a two. they absolutely i think if they win the big 10 championship which that's going to be a, a good one. it should be it's, but it's not gonna it be, be easy. Should, it's not gonna be easy it should be between purdue and wisconsin i think so um, as well i don't think illinois has a chance should be between purdue and wisconsin but I
1: think if Illinois plays their best basketball for all three of those games, they could do it. Unfortunately, I don't, that's a very high expectation.
0: Well, that's what I was about to say. That's, that's kind of a uh, unrealistic. Yeah. Uh, Purdue, uh, but listen, but listen though, even with, with, with Wisconsin's loss. And that's the, that's the really big thing here. It's losing your last game and then going into the, going into your conference championship and not winning that one, at least a sour Boy. taste. Ooh. Yeah. That's a, a that's why I was really upset that we lost the game to Oklahoma State. That, well, that's
1: the big thing in these big tournaments as well, though. If you're Kentucky-Auburn, you do not want to get molly-whopped in your conference title game. Same thing Baylor-Kansas. You do not want to get molly-whopped in your conference championship game. That's not a good look going into the tournament. It doesn't feel good either.
0: Not at all. No, not at all. Um, so I, 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 this it's going to be really interesting to see um after these conference championships they're going they're going to be doing going this week and next week it's gonna be some um, good
1: games man gonna be some good games. it's gonna be
0: some really good games because listen the big the big 10 is phenomenal big 12 is good obviously they're probably the best the SEC is phenomenal the Pac-12 you, you could see an upset in the Pac-12 it should be Arizona Ooh. but you could hey, also hey, see we know how
1: Johnny juseng likes the moment we know how Johnny juseng likes the moment who knows who knows
0: well that's what I'm saying so uh that's all I have for uh, college basketball. Um, do you want to kick it over to winners and losers? Yeah, let's do it, big bro. Let's do it. It's kind of a short episode. There wasn't just like a ton, a ton. Bro, I've been dumping content on people, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I got you. <laughs> Go ahead and hit them with the winners and losers of the weekend, Calvin. All
1: right, let's do it. Winner of the weekend. Um, I couldn't give him my love in my MVP talks. I'm going to give him my love as my winner. My winner of the weekend are going to be the Dallas Mavericks Um, on Saturday, uh, we didn't play with Luka Doncic. No Luka Doncic. And we found a way to win. Spencer Didwitty was,
0: that was a great, absolutely phenomenal. Oh, man. Didwitty with the shot in the corner.
1: Yes, Bro. man. I'm telling you. we All the way around. Shout out to DFS. Everybody was absolutely phenomenal in this game. And no Luka. It was great to see, unfortunately, KP played pretty damn good for his Wizards debut, so it couldn't have made it a great weekend. But besides that, shout-out to my Mavs, it's going to be my winner. My loser, unfortunately, Manchester United did get the absolute piss kicked out of them at the Ithiad over the weekend. It was tough. It was 4-1. to one. It was embarrassing. It was demoralizing. It was deflating. Uh, Ralph Ragnarok has serious questions. Time to look ourselves in the mirror and figure out what the hell the future is because we got titles to chase this season, and we're not in a form to do it. So uh, they're definitely going to be my loser as well.
0: Yeah, I think the uh, biggest winner of the weekend, obviously, LeBron James, 37 years old. Yes, he drops sir. 56 points. He gets you a win over the number two seed uh, in, the, uh, in, in the West. So shout out to LeBron James, the loser of the weekend. MLB yeah, we got- fans, uh, still in the lockout, <laughs> loser of the weekend. I like it. That's a good one. Un- unfor- unfortunately. Um, listen, that's going to do it for a show. It was a short one today. There wasn't just a ton to talk about. Um, if you class. haven't already – Yeah, and got to go to class. If you haven't already, follow us on all the stuff. uh, And then catch us back here on Wednesday on Inside the Lunch Table.